Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Kent Gregoire. Kent, you are the founder and CEO of Symphony Advantage. You're found on the web at symphonyadvantage.com. Kent, thank you for joining us. I'm really glad to be here. Thanks for asking. All right. Well, Kent, uh, from a high-level overview, please explain what Symphony Advantage does. Symphony Advantage is helping to create the widespread adoption of conscious capitalism around the globe. And we do that by helping entrepreneurs unleash their own entrepreneurial spirit for good. Um, we do that through um, primarily advising work, some consulting and training to support them in that process. Um, it's fascinating work. I think the thing that people oftentimes, um, when they hear the word conscious capitalism, they're like, well, what is it for one? Mm. Um, but number two, like, what does that really mean? Like, how, why, why would we talk with Kent really challenges that are going on in business today. It's a new lens of taking a look at how to approach those challenges with new innovative ideas that connect better to our workers because our workers clearly are looking for a world that works for everyone. Yeah. So, um, okay. So in terms of uh, regular capitalism versus conscious capitalism, first, can I ask you like uh, who, who, who came up with the term and and uh, you had mentioned that you were the first consulting firm or, or the for one of the first uh, to kind of become that certified consultant. And, and so who's the legislative body that determines that? Yeah, so much more than a decade ago, um, John Mackey, co-founder and um, now past CEO of Whole Foods yeah. and Raj Sisodia, who used to um, until recently be at Babson. He now lives in Mexico City. They're uh -huh. the co-founders. It is a global movement and um, it's growing um, quite rapidly, which is really exciting. Um, we thought that the growth was going to be predominantly in mid-cap companies. And through a senior leader network, we're, dis we're discovering that um, very large, extremely large public companies are asking to um, become part of the movement and to take the step forward um, to create a better world. Yeah. Yeah. And and yes, I was one of the first. Uh, so uh, they created an opportunity for a number of us to become certified. Um, that required us to work with uh, at least one client, show that we understood very well conscious capitalism. Having been an entrepreneur myself, I'd been practicing and my own companies and seeing success. And then when I transitioned out of those, um, which I've been in consulting for a very long time, um, the, the thrust there was to um, you know, really focus um, on helping others who want to not just say they're doing um, conscious capitalism work, but they're actually living it and seeing the tremendous impact that it can do um, in terms of triple bottom line. Yeah. Um, okay. So someone who's listening says, well, I mean, it sounds like something I'd like to be associated with. Um, 
you know, how does one kind of take the first steps into becoming more conscious? Because I, I love capitalism. I mean, I like, you know, I like the yeah. idea of, you know, being able to create and, you know, impact the market with, you know, limited, you know, some limited oversight, um, you know, to kind of kind of that freedom to be able to um, contribute in, in, in a meaningful way. Uh, but but when someone says, okay, well, what are some steps I can take to uh, be more conscious in that? Where do we begin? Sure. Let's just uh, take one moment. I'm going to step back and then go right into that. So one of the things to take a look at is you brought up um, what I would call traditional capitalism in comparison to conscious capitalism. So traditional capitalism is based on a, on a shareholder model where conscious capitalism is based on a stakeholder model. Stakeholders being customers, employees, suppliers. It could be um, environment and most often is. Um, could be community and we see that most often. And and for some companies outside of those areas, it could be media, it could be government. I, like you, am a capitalist. Let's be fair. Um, I've had well more than a dozen companies, all mid-cap, um, and I've seen some great success. And I've also seen the challenges, and I don't like a lot of regulation. So we have um, a lot in common with traditional capitalism. It's just that the viewpoint and how to get started is to think about the relationship with stakeholders. And here's the one thing to think of, uh, or a couple things I'd like to share. One is ethics is really <laughs> essential in conscious capitalism. So one of the areas of ethics that I like to describe is um, a trade-off. You know, if you're short on cash at the end of the year, do you pay your suppliers on time or do you give something to your employees? Most often people think in terms of doing one or the other or maybe yeah. a little bit of both. Well, what if you actually go to your stakeholders? What if you went to your suppliers? I did this, by the way, and I'm bringing this up when I was pretty young. I went to my suppliers and I told them the dilemma that I was in because we were a great customer. They said, you know what? You need to treat your employees and we'll, we'll figure out the rest. So you begin to find win-win. The other thing with stakeholder that's so important when you look at the groups, you're actually doing the work that needs to be done to understand their higher purpose. When you understand their higher purpose and how to help support them in achieving their higher purpose, the better that they'll do um, overall, even financially, they can do much better. Um, they're certainly doing it from a triple bottom line, so it's impacting people um, and planet. Um, but in that notion, as they do better, your company is going to do better as well. It's not a quid quo pro because that doesn't really work. Um, yeah. And it's not a win-win because a win-win actually means a win-lose. In conscious capitalism, when we look at stakeholder orientation, it's a win-win-win. And that means that I win, you win, everybody wins. Um, and it's not about um, equalizing. You know, some people say, well, that begins to sound like socialism. Oh, no, this is capitalism. Let's not, <laughs> you know, let's not, let's not, um, let's not go down the path. This is socialism. This isn't about everybody having the same amount of the pie. This is about how do we create an opportunity that, um, you know, really embraces the notion of value creation. Mm -hmm. And companies today, you know, they may think they're rather innovative, but I have to tell you, most companies today, that's really where um, they're losing the greatest traction. And in stakeholder capital, Capitalism, innovation is actually at the center, creating yeah. Yeah. that ideas from the fringe, right? Um, and bringing the improvements from the fringe on in, not just from the ivory tower. Mm. So um, in terms of, you know, the consciousness part of it, um, how do we decide, uh, you know, where 
we should be, you know, making that 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 kind of that conscious impact outside of just the profit, um, which yeah. again, nothing wrong with profit. Profits are great. The more profits, the more good yeah. that I, I believe I can do in the world. Yes. That's correct. So, um, and, and, and that's exactly how I feel. You've got to be making that profit. Um, so part of the notion is don't wait to make a profit to do good. That's part of it. Um, it. And looking at the higher purpose, uh, and when you look at higher purpose versus purpose, the higher purpose is defined as what is the specific problem I'm working to solve? Like, for example, um, a company in Wilmington, North Carolina wanted to solve um, gang-related um, violence and has been doing so very successfully. It's a brewery, and they ended up hiring the gang members. But they, they're very specific about that problem and how they're measuring their success. Wow. Any company can do this, even if you're not hiring people um, that work in that, you know, the gang members. It could be um, it, the, the challenge is people think, well, I don't have a product or a service that does good. Well, what about if you helped your employees simply support them in a life in which they thrive or a life in which they love both inside um, work and outside of work? That in and of itself helps your company do better. But then you become an example and other companies and your suppliers, your customers want to know what you're doing. Now you can show them, show your competitors, by the way, um, there's lots of good reasons to show your competitors how to do even better. So the notion of competition is really um, kind of goes by the wayside in conscious capitalism. If we're already doing really well, we're doing the right things, we'll continue down that path. That's how we create an adaptable, sustainable business. Yeah. Well, and, and I think generationally too, whereas a boomer, maybe to an extent to Gen X, um, you know, the concept of, you know, this is just a company, you know, if I'm working for them, I give an honest day's, you know, uh, you know, effort for an honest day's wage kind of thing. It's not, it's, that's not real attractive uh, for say a millennial or a Gen Z. They want right. to know that what they do matters and it's more than just you know, creating profit for someone at the top. I mean, that's not, it's it's a non-starter. I think if you're not, you know, maybe kind of in that Simon Sinek, you know, like there's some purpose to what you do, but then actually, you know, taking that a step, I mean, we want to see the fruits. Well, what are we actually doing rather than just lip service? Um, so I, I wouldn't say that, I mean, this is, this is not a luxury, this is, I mean, if you're not extolling the consciousness behind what you're doing, I mean, short term, you know, I think you're going to do all right. Long term, I don't know. Now, long term, it won't be a sustainable model. Um, more than 50% of American workers are asking and, and expecting that their companies are going to address societal issues, climate change, um, different um, things that are going on. And that number keeps as a percentage increasing uh, rather rapidly. That's a newer statistic, by the way, that um, has come out. Another one that has been out longer, um, and it's accelerated more, I haven't seen the latest numbers, but it's fair to say at least seven out of 10 Americans believe that businesses have an obligation to be triple bottom line. 
they're very um and and that does not um fall into political um divide by the way it is literally absent of political divide seven out of ten americans believe that business has an obligation to improve you know society um and to um make um you know our planet a place that's ultimately going to remain habitable to live I think there's an incredible argument to be made from a, you know, even kind of a libertarian. Uh, matter of fact, I think that would be the sole argument of a libertarian point of view would be, well, if not private enterprise, who? You really want the government? If you're if if private enterprise doesn't step up to solve problems within our communities and beyond, then who are you counting on to do it? Because we're not going to just allow uh, you know, decay to take place. I mean, I, I think at some level, you know, we all have a responsibility either individually, but then again, kind of the extension of that from, you know, kind of more of a libertarian model would be, well, that's business. Business is people. And so, you know, let's go ahead and step up and do this before, you know, that work uh, is compulsory because of the government. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. trying to think of like every, you know, kind of conservative. I, I agree. I, I think this is a very, very a universally appealing concept. It is. And um, the notion of, um, you know, libertarianism, um, John Mackey, in fact, that's what he, you know, he's, he's right there at the forefront. Um, I don't necessarily um, proclaim that as my party, but I very much understand and support the party. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of more um, independent, um, you might say. Yeah, same, same. And I I was just Uh, thinking just based on your notion of like, yes, universally. Yeah, I'm like thinking of everybody. Certainly, you know, if you have a uh, an extremely soft heart for for folks um, and so you come from a more kind of a compassionate where, you know, we re they would be a shoe in for this. So I don't think you're going to find any argument here, Kent. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of argument. The reality is that it is still capitalism and capitalism has been the most powerful uh, yeah. model in terms of, you know, the progress uh, that we've seen over many years. The challenge that we've had is we've just simply gotten off path. We went to the notion where profit, um, and this, this goes back, you know, to Milton Friedman, you know, what matters most about a company is making profit. And at the expense of resources, you know, the depletion in our planet um, and other things happening. So um, we do need to get back. We uh, there's there's this notion. One of the um, pillars in conscious capitalism is caring culture and in a caring culture. And this is this, you know, was a challenge for me for a while to understand that we care about the human and even an employee, irrespective of their performance, they are a human being, and that what we value most, and first of all, is that they are a human being. If we come across and we are authentically caring, amazing things can happen in our company. Um, there's, you know, other things we look at: the meaning, which is the higher purpose. That there's say that employees, you know, have an opportunity to contribute and really be a part of the change that's taking place. That the individuals are growing, and that's where the innovation comes from. Um, you know, those are all um, really important aspects. What is the advantage of working with you? Uh, or, you know, again, someone who is a consultant in and around conscious capitalism versus like, okay, let's just start doing nice stuff. Yep. So marketing company just asked our clients, this and non-clients, but some people who also knew 
me and knew our company. The one thing that came through really, really clear, it's not new news to us, but it certainly was reaffirming. And it it's that we care. So it's interesting. We're talking about care. Um, our company really cares. I mean, we discovered that almost every single phone call um, that took place to interview that we care in a way that they haven't ever seen from any other advisors. Some of these companies are fairly large. So to get those statements are really large. Another thing is, is our team and in particular myself, I've had a lot of different companies in different industries. And I've also worked with a lot of companies in different industries. Match that up with what I'd say are my strengths, you know, understanding where the strengths are and are the other team members. It creates that opportunity for innovation to solve real challenges in ways in which people haven't thought about. And those actually help create the sustainable enterprise. Best practice is no longer, you know, the best thing to do. Best practice is becoming old hat, like information. If we don't know something, we just go Google it, right? You know, we can find out almost anything we want from an information point of view. It's a lot like best practice. If we're truly going to change the way in which capitalism operates for the good, we need to be thinking in new uh, paradigms and using new models, conscious capitalism being one of the one of the best models, because it's truly from a, a place of moving towards more care. It is an actual model based on four pillars. Yeah. All right. So, Ken, someone's been listening to our conversation. They're like, I- I'm down. Um, what would be kind of that inevitable next step for someone who's motivated now to kind of... Um, carry more of that mantle? Like, is it, uh, should they read a book first? Uh, should they reach out? And if so, you know, what, what, what would, that, what might that look like? Yeah. So we've had people who certainly have gone and read, um, some of the various books, firms of endearment, um, conscious capitalism itself has a book. There are more and more books, uh, on our Twitter, um, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, we um, frequently put books out that we have read, we've really tested, we know um, the material in those books and have used the material. Um, so there's a lot of great sources to go to. Conscious Capitalism as a movement, um, consciouscapitalism.org is a place to go to, and I'm obviously very involved with the organization. And then reaching out to me, what we do find often is people want to engage and sure, they want to read a book, but usually they're more intrigued by, I have this business challenge. What would you do? How, you know, how would you apply conscious capitalism to this challenge? And that um, becomes really interesting for CEOs and other leaders. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a whole world here. This is pretty cool. All right. So your website, Symphony advantage.com when someone goes to your website um you know i know you just touched on this a little bit but if someone's like um no let, let's have a conversation um what what would what would that path look like well the first thing i want to understand is why are they asking and the, <laughs> you know first thing is you know what what are some of the challenges that they're seeing and what are the opportunities that they're thinking about going after when we begin to understand a client situation better and it's not necessarily just in the first conversation what we're looking for are the hidden opportunities mm-hmm. they're there um, and to be able when we can identify those hidden opportunities that usually creates a situation in which company will experience uh, 
um, you know, faster growth, quality of earnings come into play. I believe that's very, very important. Um, who wants to accept customers or kind of income that's not the best kind of income in order to create that sustainable business? Um, when having a conversation, for example, with me or another member of the team, we're not actually trying to sell that person. That's that's going to be up to their decision whether or not mm-hmm. they want to take that step. We're interested in helping individuals understand what is conscious capitalism and really why does it make sense um, to move in that direction? Um, and what would it look like more specifically for them? Because there is no direct path. For example, somebody may say something and I'm like, I'll give you, I'll give you a for instance. There is a firm that I'm going to get introduced to, has more than 20 offices around the globe, very um, well-established firm. Some of the senior management and leaders, founders of the company have been there for a very long time, extremely long time. And the younger folks in the firm, the executive vice presidents are younger, and they had a great resignation. Um, I mean, a really big problem is causing a big business problem. So I'm getting the introduction because they're like, well, what are we going to do? We need to look at this differently. Um, And, you know, the challenge there is, is we've got completely different generations. So, you know, I'll have my work cut out for me. That kind of situation comes up. We're going to look very, we would look at if somebody wants to know what we would do there, we would look really close at understanding the values of that organization because there's clearly a values misalignment and we use a great assessment to do that. That's been around a long time. Um, highly validated. And uh, from that, we can make recommendations that are based on solid information. Yeah. Well, this is great. Kent Gregoire. And uh, again, you're the co-founder and CEO. Your website, symphonyadvantage.com. Kent, thank you so much. It's been a great conversation. I hope we've inspired a bit more consciousness. Thank you very much, Josh. Great opportunity. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. 
My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.